When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's, uh, there are creation tools that I love it. it that allow it so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays and anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah. Or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What you got to do, it's so easy. Download the Anchor app, go to anchor.fm and get started. It is so easy. We love Anchor. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for sponsoring our show because again, they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things. So we say support them because they support us. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scarborough Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Panty Pods. A.k.a. one egg, four legs. A.k.a. useless blooper meddlers and doofus super spreaders. Thank you, a.k.a. man, Mike Huddleston, a.k.a. Huddletron, a.k.a. Huddlestein. A.k.a. Old Zealand. There you go. That's him. Uh, Contributing from afar and wide. And other people who sent some in, and for some reason I can't collect them. If you just go to hashtag AKA Sclarbro, maybe we'll just gather them that way and send your AKAs. We'll do them. Are we tilted? We're not tilted. Uh, Even we, if we are, I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're tilted to the left. Look, life's yeah, always. We, uh, <laughs> we're a little tilted to the left. Life's a little off kilter right now. but It we're, really is. But we're here to kind of... Here's the thing. We... By doing this show, I feel, I feel like we need to say this. By doing this show, we are not trying to distract you from the serious stuff that is happening in this world. And there's some really bad, serious stuff happening in the world. Like, oh, I don't know, the the, the failure to peacefully transfer power if our dumbass president loses. That's ridiculous. Our buddy Rex Chapman said that's like if an NBA team refused to accept that they lost a game. Right. And and stayed up there to receive the trophy afterwards. Like that would never happen. No. You're you're a loser, so leave. But that's bad. And we understand that's bad. And we do this show with that in our hearts, knowing how rough that drives are right now. us. That's the driving motivation behind us to try and hopefully seek good in this world. So that's what we're here to try good. and do. And so let's give it a crack and see if we can't get We gotta you- take shots at people who are idiots in this first story. Today, this, this is this serves is it up on a platter. Yep. Okay, look if you if you decide to become a doctor, 
you are making a commitment for life. We know. We have friends that have made that commitment, gone to My brother-in-law school. has done it. Look, it's, it, you it's go 10 to 10 years of your life you before go to, you even get anything. You go to a decade of school more yep. than most people mm-hmm. do. You learn about every possible field of medicine before be- you settle on your specialty. You become acutely aware of the dangers and precautions that people need to take if they're going to remain healthy in normal times. In other words- and By the way, you're the most precautious. Right, because- you- you know what can cautious happen. and precautious. Well, you know what word. They're both words. You you know what can happen if you let yourself get 50 pounds overweight. Yeah. You know because you've studied it on you, every level. You know what can happen if you smoke or you vape for decades. You know what can happen to you if you do meth, you lose your teeth. You know what can happen to you if you go out for one night with Gary Busey. It is life threatening. You know what can happen to you if you decide to move to Pensacola, Florida. Again, life threatening. So that is why it always baffles us when we hear about a doctor who chooses to ignore the mask mandate How do in we his know- or her office because they think they know better. How do we know better than you? And we didn't go to a decade of med school, Jay. You don't need to look a person who's walking around being, eh, you don't need to be so uptight about this it's mask. Like, yeah, be uptight about it. I think you can err on the side of caution and no one will fault you for it, doctor. You're a doctor, dummy. Look, uh, you're Dr. Dummy. And look, all a lot of doctors have God complexes. You think I have a God complex? I, I am God. Baldwin. Just malpractice? Is that malpractice? So. Brilliant. Uh, well, sometimes the universe has a way of reply, repaying those people who decided to be above the law and who feel like they're, they're you know, invincible in the face of the pandemic. I, I know no one's going to correct you at your hospital because you do have the God complex and you talk down to everybody, including lab technicians and other uh, nurses and whatnot. And-, and certainly patients. Like we've definitely been in hospital situations and you're never more vulnerable, vulnerable than if you're a caretaker or you're in the hospital and you're sick or your mom is sick or your dad is sick. And you have to ask them questions and they seem annoyed by the questions you're asking because you just want to know what's going on with your right. You want to be as hopeful as possible. And they're talking down to you. It's like, don't talk down to me. I'm in a very vulnerable situation. Obviously I'm uptight. The person that I love is uh, in a very difficult situation. They might die. They might not die. Their life might be completely altered. Like you have to think of that when you talk to people. So what I'm saying is I'm sure no one can check you at the hospital, but guess who's going to check you? The Nature. world. The, the world. world will check you this in this situation. This next story proves it. Okay. Patients intending to go to the EAU at the Ogali Medical Center in Melbourne. I think it's Florida. It is Florida. This week have been met with a grim note at the door since Monday. Dr. John J. Magri. Dr. John? Dr. John? Dr. John J. Magri the fourth. Passed away on the morning of Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. Uh, for privacy of his family, patients, loved ones, the cause of death is, is unknown at this time. Uh, I think it's known. I think it's Jay. Known. I think we know why. You just don't want to admit that he was an idiot, yeah. and that's what did him in. <sighs> former for former patients and neighbors, the feeling has been one of shock and disbelief, and probably a little relief. Concern upon learning that Magri tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're concerned because this guy wasn't wearing a mask, and then they might now have. There you go. It's coronavirus. That's if what it did killed him this guy. I can't believe that. I just saw him last last month. I I'm, mean, I just can't believe it. He was so relaxed about masks, and he works in an office where sick people come. I just can't believe that he contracted a very 
contagious virus that's out there in the world. I'm sorry. Did I say I just can't believe it? I mean, I totally can believe that. And according to our president, masks don't have to be worn. No. I just don't get how he could have and possibly gotten sick. And young people can't get sick. Magri, 59. Not so young, but really only 10 years older than us. us, Was infected with the novel coronavirus when he died at home last week. A positive test result was confirmed by the Brevard County Medical Examiner Office postmortem. Yeah, Yeah. because guess what? That disease kills people. It's actually more serious than this doctor was taking it. We know that, and we didn't go to medical school. When 200,000 people die in a country, you're like, okay, that's a pretty dangerous disease. Maybe let's take some extra. Every time I go to the doctor- for they year. make me wear. Now I just went to the doctor last week because I had a tiny little. I got to go to the dentist tomorrow. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to get into a hazmat suit in order for this guy to do it. Investigator Craig Engelson mm-hmm. said that the cause of death determination has not finalized and noted Magri had other underlying health issues. Wait, aren't people underlying health issues like with people who have underlying health issues the most vulnerable to coronavirus? So this guy had underlying health Why issues. Why are we protecting him? Like yeah, that's, yeah. It, as an investigator, I understand you have to like wait to see what's going on, but why don't we go ahead and just put it out there that- Let's corona use him as an probably, example. Yeah, corona was probably the reason why this guy died. Yeah. So why don't we all be a little more careful? How about that? Yeah. Or if he only worked from home. Yeah, or, or enforced mask wearing in his doctor's office, maybe it would have been fine. It is unclear if Magri knew if he was positive for the virus when he was seeing patients. Yeah, I'm sure he knew it. If he knew, though, he's an asshole. Yeah, I'm it, sorry. That's the one thing that's clear. If he's he an did, asshole. If he knew he's an asshole, if he didn't know he's an idiot, those, those are, aren't two great choices. <laughs> Do you want your doctor to be an asshole or an idiot? One of his patients said she never noticed him or nurses in the office wearing masks. Yeah. That's not good. So I got news to you. Don't go to that doctor. You're a doctor's office, okay? Most of the people coming to you during a pandemic are sick. Or have pre-existing conditions themselves. Wouldn't you want to protect against anything that they have, even no. in a selfish, dickish no. way? No, no, Someone wrote. Someone was quoted as saying, I kind of like that. It's the one place we could go without feeling, you know, it's the end of the world. Well, it kind of was the end of the world for <laughs> Dr. Magg. the world for this guy. For this dude. And by the way- could be the end of the world for you. When was the last time you saw him, dummy? But at least it felt good for you to I'm glad that it feels good. I hope that, you know what else feels great? What's going to feel great is you get to take a nice long rest in a pine box. That's right. That that, that feels great. You might want to get tested. Hey, you don't have to worry about not having to wear a mask at Costco anymore when you're six feet underground, dummy. Yeah, when you're dead, no. Hey, you know what's really cool about being six feet underground? You don't have to go to the doctor's office anymore. Well, also, isn't the distance between people six feet? So even if someone's laying on the ground, they can't give you COVID when you're dead and you're six feet under. Your social, that's, that's That's the ultimate social distancing, being buried in the ground. I love it. Other former patients and neighbors noted that while beloved Dr. Magri took a relatively relaxed approach to pandemic precautions, in particular wearing masks, uh, this is not a virtue. Yeah, this is a shortcoming. This a is guy not, who yeah. didn't take things seriously. He's not beloved for this. Patient Amanda Williams of Indie Atlantic noted that in an email to Florida Today that she didn't see anyone wearing masks among the staff and yeah. didn't notice any coronavirus signage posted when she visited with her daughter September 12th. That is a few days ago. Jesus Christ. Four days before his death. If you see that, you walk in, you walk out. You walk I, right out. She wrote, I felt very uneasy, but chose to stay in hopes that we would be in and out quickly. <sighs> you what? In and out quickly. This the, isn't the, Starbucks. Like You can't outrun the, the virus. The virus doesn't care if you're there for five minutes or for, if you inhale it for one second, you're done. 
Williams said she found out through a mutual friend that Magri had died and tested positive for the virus post-mortem. She said she is concerned that she has not been contacted by coronavirus contract yeah. contact tracers from the Department of Health. This is how it spreads. People don't get contacted and they just keep going out there and spreading it out. Come she, on. Listen to what she said. She said, once you're called back to the patient room, Dr. Magri introduced himself without a mask and offered to shake my hand. What the hell? What the hell is that? Jesus. I bet he doesn't even scrub in. This is how it spreads, dummies. My concern is community spread, and at the time, it's it's taking to uh, the like time is taking to be your notified. Your doctor's office shouldn't be a super spreader, right? Our family has been tested in our self quarantine since September 18th when we received the news that some of the staff had tested positive. We will continue to self quarantine until we hear the results of our test. Why does this woman have more reverence for the virus than a doctor? Yeah, well, she's still alive, and he, he isn't. isn't. That's right. The Department of Health of Brevard County in an emailed statement said the department is not able to comment on ongoing investigations or contact why? tracing results. Why, why wouldn't they why, be able to comment on it? Shouldn't they be commenting all over the place yeah. on this, Rand? Shouldn't they be saying, hey, guys, everybody, why, we're in investigating why this guy died. It's probably COVID. So if you were with him, con- shouldn't don't they go scare out? sick people back into their houses yes. for two weeks? They should be getting anyone and everyone who has ever attended that clinic and know, everyone who has had contact to go get tests. Do you know what that's called? That's called contact tracing. Why are we trying to hide this in, in order to protect Dude, what a are you dead covering doctor? Up? Now is the time to comment. Now is not the time to be silent. And that's the problem with something like this, that he, this guy is a, or was a doctor. Right. And to the average person, this is where, this We're is the point before. of the story. To the average person, he's got the knowledge. He's the guy they've been listening to their whole lives. And he sounds like he was a nice guy. He liked him they yeah. had no reason to believe that he was a nut job or a fool but he acted like a fool irresponsibly and in because the critical time but, right but because he's a doctor ran he gave people who are looking for reasons to like be to like, not wear the mask that's like right. he gave them reasons like he gave them he gave an them excuse to go out to costco and not wear a mask he's my health he's my doctor doesn't yeah. wear a mask yeah. why should i have to wear a mask why the hell should i it's an infringement on my freedoms hey you know what else is an infringement on your freedom what's that being dead oh yeah the the, the inability that's like to jail. breathe that's like jail being yeah. dead is like jail only the cell is a tiny little wooden tiny box. little jail cell. smaller than a jail cell. it's j- being dead is like the it's the ultimate solitary confinement and it's several several thousand life sentences. And when your family visits you, they don't get to talk to you. You don't get conjugal visits. No time in the yard. Well, you're in the yard. You're, you're down, down in the, the yard, yard but, but you're, you're done. done. So you can stop bitching about your freedoms and keep acting like you don't need to wear a mask. And, you know, maybe like this medical professional before the year is done, you can be done. Before the year is done, you can be done. You can be done. And and this this is it. This is why that nurse we talked about the other day is an awful person. It's like... It's bad when it comes from some crazy radio host or it's bad when it comes from Tucker Carlson or someone like that. But it's worse when it comes from a doctor. A doctor. That's like more betraying. Because because now everyone who wants that reason will point to that doctor. This guy says I don't have to. But guess what? what? This guy doesn't get to say anything anymore because he's dead from it. That's right. Let's hear Let's get a comment from him now. Oh, wait. It's, It's getting real quiet over there. All right, that's our first story. When we come back, uh, we have a story of a Michigan daredevil. Yeah, I said it, a Michigan daredevil. Don't know what that means? We're going to find out right after this. This is Sclabro Country, the virus edition. Stay with us. Guys, taking care of your mental health is a necessity. We believe in that. 
Uh, we've both been in therapy. My yes, wife is a therapist. We understand the power of it, but it should not break the bank. That is why our good friends at Talkspace, they're sponsoring this podcast and they're getting the word out. They're online therapy and they let you connect with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. Match with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your own device, which is safe, COVID-friendly, and reach out 24-7. Get 24-7 access to the support you need with Talkspace. You can message your therapist anytime and get daily responses five days a week. A whole month of dedicated support costs as much as just one in-person session. That's awesome. That's it. Talkspace believes we all deserve to feel our best, and so do Randy and I, and their mission Mm -hmm. is simple. Make therapy affordable and accessible for all, and they're doing it. With thousands of therapists licensed in over 40 specialties, you are sure to find the support you need. It is totally affordable. Therapist Network is amazing, and they specialize in everything to treating depression, anxiety, which we all are carrying around mm-hmm. right now, substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more. They are experienced in all of it. Talkspace is secure and private, using the latest encryption technology to keep your information safe. We all need someone to talk to. Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or by downloading the Talkspace app. And don't forget to use... The promo code SCLAR at It's checkout. amazing. You get $100 off your first month. It's That's $100 off it's your two first sessions month. almost. At Talkspace.com, use the promo code SCLAR. Talkspace.com for $100 off your first month. Use the promo code SCLAR. Huzzah! I'm writer-director Cliff Dorfman, and I'm here with this guy. Me, the guy who failed puppet school, Jason Smith. Ah, good one. And we're here to talk to you about our daily podcast, Stuck at Home with Cliff and Jason, Jason Smith. Yeah, every day, rain or shine, like weird-ass postmen, we talk with our tours, talent, and critics about the shows we love and the ones that we want you to love. And the ever-changing landscape of our business, from streaming wars to what's worth streaming. Plus, I gotta say, we do have some pretty damn fine guests, don't we, Jason? Oh, hell yeah, we do. We got guests like David Arquette the infamous and hysterical Gilbert Godfrey, and legendary writer David Kep. Yeah, I mean, we really do span the entire gamut. Plus, we always have some interesting surprises, stats, our no-guess Wednesdays, TM pending. Where can everybody find us, Jason? You know, all the places. Starburns Audio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, all the usual suspects where you go to get your podcast. All right, so have we uh, We pretty much do this? Are we done? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we that good? covers it. All right, let's go. Stuck at home. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, it is Tuesday. We had a great, as we mentioned yesterday, a great live Dome People Town over the weekend. Fantastic. Mike Birbiglia, Mike Doty, it's sold out. I love it. We just announced at that show who our guest is going to be for November 7th. We're telling you now. We got get- your plans for Saturday, November 7th. This is this is the weekend after the election. So you're gonna you either are gonna be you're either gonna be celebrating. Or you're going to be miserable and you need a distraction. So we here got you go. it for this you. This is it. We got you taken care of. Uh, our guest is John Hamm. The great John Hamm from everything that he's done. From Mad Men, from Saturday Night Live, from uh, every freaking show, from Bridesmaids. It's incredible. Uh, so uh, it's John Hamm with musical guest Tennis, the band Tennis. How about a little, little Hamm and Tennis, anyone? Might be it. nice. Uh, get your tickets now, eventbrite.com, live down people town, look it up. Also, our YouTube page, please subscribe. Check out the, uh, we're showing, we're putting up old cheap seats on there. Old dumb people town. Old dumb people town. So spend some time, tool around. It's free, it's fun, subscribe to it. We'd love to have you on there and watch as many videos as you can. All right, 
We're going to now show you how old we are. We could tell you how old we are. And we are old. But we're going to show you how. Uh, we say it all the time on here. When we hear some middle-aged man got caught trying to make love to a parking meter, he's 55 years old. It sounds like or it's like, really old. Or like a 52-year-old woman like takes a dump in like a garbage can in somebody's property. Right. We're like, ooh, 52, that's That's, that's an old, old bad. No, that's not. That's three years older than us coming like up. They would have been seniors in high school when, when we, we were, were freshmen. In, okay? That is crazy to me. But we are old enough to say that, and this will tell you how old we are, and anybody who's watching this who's this age will say, I did that too. We watch. We can tell you our weekend TV viewing, and that is like basically a generation of kids. So it's four hours of TV okay, every weekend. On Friday night, the two shows we watched back-to-back were Dukes of Hazzard and Incredible Hulk. Which came first? I think it was Dukes. Hulk was later because it was a little bit sadder, a little bit darker. darker. Okay? It's a descent into, you know, and then- the next night, Saturday night, when parents went out, usually Love Boat and Fantasy Island, and then Saturday Night Live later. But Love Boat and Fantasy Island—that's what we watched. We were 10, 11, 12 years old. Why are we watching Love Boat? It just was so, or Fantasy Island. It was, it was just Love so Boat. There was weird. Something fun about it, but just the and Dukes we watched of, a little Solid Gold earlier. We watched a lot of TV and Danny and Dance Fever. But why do we like Dukes of Hazard? It just—why the hell would that interest us in some way? It was just weird. And now it's like nostalgic TV, like a rallying TV show for the far right because they have the stars and bars on the goddamn car. Yeah, the General Lee. Even though the leanings of the show- The car was called the General Lee. Even though the leanings of the show were distinctly left. Like these guys- Well, it was anti-cop. and It was anti-cop. It was anti-establishment. Break the law. They broke the law a little bit, but like they always were on the side of the underdogs, these guys. Like they always felt like they were socially justicely in the right place. They were never trying to hold anyone down. Right. None of it made any sense. Except Enos, you dipstick. That's just a phrase we always used to say. That's funny. It was Enos and Roscoe. Roscoe was the original. Roscoe P. Coltrane and Enos was his uh, nephew when they're like, we need to add more to this. More dummies. I think we just like the fact that cars jumped off stuff. And in the middle of the air, they would freeze. freeze frame, and then and you have Waylon Jennings, who was a deep-voiced country western singer. Who we had no idea who, who he was. He was the narrator. Right. Them, them, them Duke, Duke boys, boys are in a whole heap of trouble. Them Duke, that, that we loved. That phrase, them Duke boys, we loved the heap of trouble. We loved how big the heap was. The suspense of how they're going to get out of this heap. How are they going to get out of the we heap? Were, we were obsessed with the heap. And then, of course, just to see them, the, the methods which which they used to get out of said heap was, to us, that was the, fascinating that was the, as young that was, kids. That was the formula for why the show was We fantastic. had matchbox cars. We had probably had the lunchbox. And maybe there was a little part of us that knew that we would never see anyone in our lifetime try and pull off a trick like that. Like, we never even saw someone drive off the road on grass. They drove on grass all the time. That was like regular. They didn't have roads in Hazard County. They just drove on the grass up to to Cooter's garage. He didn't have a road up there. The guy's name was Cooter. Cooter. The guy had a name that is another name for a woman's vagina. Cooter. I was going to say. Progressive. Davenport. Oh. Well, this next story tugs at the Duke boys' heartstrings. Also, David Duke, Grand Wizard of the Mm -hmm. KKK, Mm -hmm. of our 11-year-old selves. And it's nuts. So buckle up. And get ready to exit this story through the window, because guess what? The doors don't open. There you go. A Michigan daredevil launched his car over a rising drawbridge, Dukes of Hazard style. This is what it said in the article. While he was allegedly high on whippets, according to reports. A Michigan daredevil. High on whippets. What does that mean? Is it someone who, if you're a daredevil in Michigan, you either drink water straight from the tap in Flint. Yeah. 
Uh, or you jump cars off of drawbridges. Trying to get an actual education at Michigan State University. These are things that you, you try. You, you bet good money on Michigan beating Ohio State in football? Yeah, Michigan Daredevil. Who's calling him that, by the way? His friends? His He's parents? A, like, why can't he just be a daredevil? Is this the way he identifies? Like, don't bring your state into it unless you start succeeding. Miguel Gomez, 26 of Allen Park, was busted on new charges New charges. Monday. What new charges? Maybe maybe he is a daredevil. Maybe like he's a Michigan a daredevil. daredevil. That's who he is. Okay, so Gomez was arrested for pulling the wild stunt on the Fort Street Bridge in Detroit, said the uh, Detroit News. He tried to drive over it? I guess so. It's Detroit, and I'm going to assume that not a lot of money has been put into bridge maintenance right. or repair. Okay, uh, that might be how you can get over this cross bridge. Police, guys, it stops a lot. You got to be a daredevil just to get to that part of town. Police said Gomez was waiting across the bridge just as it was opening up around 7 p.m. on Wednesday. This is a day of partying up to this point. I mean, you got whippets in you at that moment. It's I don't like know. let's a, talk that's about that in decision. a second. Here, stepped on the gas and accelerated the car through the security gate and into the air onto the other side. Through the security gate is probably what pissed everyone off. Now we got to go get a new arm for this damn thing. Or it's Detroit, so tape this arm o- back arm to the old thing. Yes, right. yes. It was actually like Dukes of Hazard. He made it across to the police dispatcher comparing the scene to the 1970s TV show in which a Dodge Charger would often take flight and leap to escape law enforcement. So okay. now we know how old the officer He's is. He's around 50. He's our age. He's our age. That's it. He could probably tell you how many times the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders were on Love Boat. We can. 13. How many times is the devil on Fantasy Island? He knows. He Drawbridge knows. operator Andre Locke, and this is a great quote that he read, said, the bizarre scene was a first for him. Oh, really? This is a first for you, Andre Locke? And he said, the Dukes of who? Because he's probably like yeah. 35 years There's old. no way he knows. I looked. I said, no, he ain't. Why does he sound like he's a character from the Dukes of Hazard? That should be on a t-shirt. He's, I looked, and I said, I, no, no, he, he ain't. ain't. He sounds like Boss Hogg's cousin. Locke told the outlet, over he went, blew out all four tires. He's from Detroit. So over I mean, he went. Over he went, blew out all four tires, and then he crashed in the other side. Over he went. He crashed into the other gate, yeah. the other side. So now he's Yoda. Over yeah. he went. Yeah, he's, over draw, he he's went. Drawbridge, drawbridge Yoda. Blew out where his tires. Crashed other gate, was it? I can't get a read on this guy for the life of me. I don't who know who is he is. He? I can't tell. Gomez survived the dangerous stunt, but he wrecked his car, damaged the bridge, and ended up in jail. We call that's it a dumb trifecta. There you go. Jumped the bridge, wrecked the car, broke the gate, and lost his girlfriend in the process. Kidding. This guy is no way. There's no way someone's not in a relationship anyone. with this guy. He was suspected of being under the influence of whippets, which we said before, can of nitrous oxide, which were found in his car. Now, whippets, we are told, is a very quick high. Yes. I did some research. A very quick high. Yeah. You get high, and then you're back to normal. So you have to. He do- must have done it and then drove. But like, how do you have the reflexes? Like a whippet knocks you out. How do you have the reflexes to then take off? I don't know. I don't understand what he was high on. Like a whippet isn't like a high that you have for five. It's not like eating pot. It's not like a high for five hours. No. You have to be re- in order to pull that move off. You yeah. have to be. You have to have all your senses about you. Correct. To fly over that bridge, make it the other side without dying. That's pulling it off exactly. right there. Exactly. Gomez faces charges of uh, that include malicious destruction of property mm-hmm. and reckless driving for the taking of a terrifying leap. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? The I Detroit is malicious. Is it malicious destruction? I don't, I, malicious makes it sound so much more dark. He wasn't he was trying saying. to damage the security arm. No, was he? He's trying to have fun. Yeah, get, get out, out of my way, security arm, or else. Time. 
He didn't have. By the way, I've been in downtown Detroit. That might be an upgrade. Whatever he did, exactly. We'll call that arm security arm collateral damage. There you go. Like Thanksgiving dinner last year when he tried to pull the tablecloth off and leave everything on. He had just some had stuff's a, gonna fall after he just did a plate of special K. Something's gonna fall off. He's not as adept as he thinks he is. Correct. These pandemic times have seemingly brought out the worst in many Michigan drivers. Wayne County Prosecutor Kim Worthy said, the newspaper reported, is that your statement, Kim? Thanks, Kim. This has brought out the worst in drivers? Like, this type of thing happens all the time. What a dumb statement right there. Road rage, I think, is the worst thing that would happen to a driver. Yeah. Frustrations by the pandemic, that's what it brings out of you. But this is just on whippets, and he thought his car could fly. Yeah. I think he would have done this whether it's a pandemic or not, right? Is this pandemic specific, Jay? The pandemic has nothing to do with what this guy did. You hear me, Kim with a Y? And I can't tell if you're a man or a woman or you're a man who identifies a woman or a woman who identifies as a man. I don't care. We, you're just wrong. How about that? You're, you, you should, you should identify, identify as, as wrong. The rules of the road are the same and there is no place for drivers who refuse to follow them and uh, instead try alleged stunts like this. Thanks for making that clear. Didn't you know this guy's a daredevil? A Michigan daredevil. daredevil. The rules, your rules don't apply to him, Kim. If convicted, he faces up to five years in prison. That could feels way too long. And could pay a fine of $10,000 or up to three times the amount of damage he caused on the bridge, the outlet report. Did he he cause damage to the bridge? Just the gate. He didn't cause damage to the bridge. He should have to relax. He should have to pay for the gate. Fine. But let the marks on the bridge be a reminder that the Michigan daredevil can strike at any time. Yes. Just give him a whippet and an opening, and he's gone. All he needs is one whippet. That's right. And a bridge that's starting to open. Gates be damned. All I can say, though, is that as soon as I read this sentence and the potential of five years in prison and $10,000 fine, I froze, and the whole thing froze, and I just heard Waylon Jennings' voice in my head. Well, this here Michigan daredevil is in a whole heap of trouble. Looks like the only thing that could save him was the fact that he all the whippet canisters in his car were still full. But can he prove that in a court of law? We'll find out after this break. That's y'all kind come, of what, y'all come back, back now. now you hear? Yeah. yeah, that's what I that's what I heard in my head. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? I think it's wrong because. Uh, if a guy whose last name was Gomez was ever found in Hazard County, they would have killed him. Yeah, that's right. Because that's a racist He would have hung. Yeah. All right. That's the show, guys. That is how we do it. Uh, it's Tuesday. I hope you guys are rocking this next week and doing your best. Uh, and it was just Yom Kippur. So if there's anything that we did that was that wronged any of you in this past year, we apologize. We ask for your forgiveness. And let's start out on a good new foot. Uh, we love you guys. Stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. This is not a hoax. But we got the jokes. We'll see you guys tomorrow. La-di-da. La ti da 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 in my car a podcast network